0: What would you say you do here?
1: You shut your mouth when you're talking to me.
0: So no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery,
2: no more ballyhoo. This
0: man I'm going give a fuck if they ever found that motherfucking piece of shit airplane.
2: Paul, Paul has strong thoughts on the F-35 uh, a- aircraft. It's terrible. Okay, before we get into the hilarity that happened recently <laughs> with that, that losing the F thirty five, losing it, <laughs> which you uh, rightfully that, so said, uh, it's kind of tough to find it on radar. Uh,
0: <laughs> that was the, one of the problems.
2: That's I know that's one of the problems. It's just really funny. It's like how do you lose a fucking twenty million dollar aircraft it's or whatever? $80 million. eighty million dollar. Pardon me, sorry. Mm. I was I, that was the great value brand. The, it's probably
0: not even eighty. I bet it's a lot more than that. I bet they're just trying to pass it off as cheap, e- right? <laughs>
2: so for those of you that don't know, uh, the, the F-35 is, uh, it's a what is that, a 6th f- Gen fighter? Is that what it is? I guess it will be 6th. Yeah, 6th Generation if fighter. they want
0: to pretend it's...
2: Okay, before we give into your strong thoughts, mm-hmm. just to give a little backstory. Yeah. Recently, and, I, and they haven't made it, I don't think they made it public yet as to why the pilot... This is a military jet, by the way. Yeah, they're not going to say it either. The, I don't the think they The pilot had it. to eject uh, and just bail out of he this. He probably had
0: gas pains. And I hope that's what it was that brought down that piece of shit airplane. I'm sorry. Go just ahead. dropped by a bean burrito. <laughs> I hope he just couldn't stand himself. He, like <laughs> he shat his fucking <laughs> flight suit. He
2: had a Taco Bell fart in there, and it really just made him retch, and he's like, I can't sit in here. What if Taco
0: Bell fart got somehow into the, it was so stenchy, and it got into somehow the avionics. And just made that airplane go wacko. I there, hope it was. I hope Taco Bell brought that piece of shit down. I hate Taco Bell. I would start eating Taco Bell now because it brought down an F thirty five. That piece of shit. Do you want me to back up and not even? Do you want me to not, not keep going? No.
2: Let's let's <laughs> dial it back for just a moment. Pause those. Ha, pause that hatred. Okay. And uh, so it, the the pilot bailed out, but it was on autopilot apparently. I think uh, he put it on, or he, or he was, it, or he
0: put it on immediately, or something.
2: And then and then and then. Bailed punched out, punched out, yeah, and then it just like kept going, yeah, because it's so advanced that well, it kept going. It was going. an
0: autopilot, so it yeah. probably it probably had no destination, which it shouldn't have anyway. Like in other words, it, what I mean is it didn't have a. It just airport. had a heading. Yeah, you know, just had a heading and altitude. Yeah, and here it goes. Oh my god! And he should have remembered, like like that's that would have been a good to know. Yeah, I was on a most fighter pilots or that that caliber, especially if on the f thirty five, they're not stupid. You know, he puts it. Oh, I was on a you know zero nine zero heading at eight thousand feet, and that's when I put on autopilot. Great. We we'll, we keep looking in that direction,
2: and they can kind of figure out if it if it stays on that heading and doesn't have anything to run into, which right. presumably it went out to the out to sea. Well, I think. apparently
0: sled because I got a call from Tommy, my friend Tommy, was at the Reno Air Races when that accident happened. It happened the same day. It happened yeah. that same Sunday. Yeah, there
2: was an accident. Reno Air Races are a yearly event, and. This is the last year that they've yeah. been doing it and for, what, a, 50 years? They had a
0: twin fatality. They had a mid-air colli- 60 years. 60 years. And this is their last. Everything was awesome until the last day near the end of the day. And, oh.
2: and you had two very, very good pilots, advanced pilots yeah. that just Someone screwed up, obviously. Someone up. has
0: to. The airplane, it wasn't a mechanical problem.
2: But I said it was a terrible bookend to the Reno Air Races because it's the last one. Yeah. But uh, also, and I didn't think it was this often, but I'm like, isn't the Reno Air Races kind of known for, and then you finish my sentence, they, about every other year they kill somebody. They have a fatality, Some, have yeah. a fatality every other year. On like, average. Sh- yeah. On average. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And this
0: year they, they capped it off with two just yeah, they, to make yeah. it a nice crescendo. Jesus At least it didn't Christ. crash
2: into the crowd. Didn't that happen once?
0: A handful of years ago, yeah. yeah. The guy they had a little that was that was a mechanical failure. The trim tab, doesn't matter, people are yawning already. The trim tab on the elevator failed and it caused the elevator to go up in such a strong fashion that the guy couldn't fight it. Yeah. It pulled up hard on its own and he passed out. There are pictures of it going straight up in the cockpit and you can't even see the guy cuz it's cuz he's slumped down. It's pulled him oh, down hard. My God. And then it went straight up and then straight down into the into the on the edge of the stands
2: and killed 11 people. 11 people plus the pilot. And I when I heard Wait, that how
0: fucked up would it be if the pilot survived that? <laughs> yeah. Um I when I heard that and I went I knew. It, I knew. That was the end of the races. There's no way they can recover from this. And I think the next year they didn't fly. Yeah. But they somehow, holy crap, how much was insurance after that? I. But anyway, so they kept flying after that. And then I think last year or two years ago they had a jet crash. There was a mid-air collision, and one of them lost control and doofed in the desert. And
2: See, that's one advantage of the F-35. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So anyway, anyway and then, so like a couple hours after that and Tommy texted me and, like this off brand I thought it was going to be something about the crash because he was there right. at Reno Air Races and he goes they think this F35 is in Lake Marion, which is where I used to live. It was Manning, South Carolina. So it didn't it, go
2: out to sea. It wasn't it, the heading wasn't out to sea, it was inland. Well, oh. yeah,
0: so it was Charleston, was up that way and then it ended up I believe in North Carolina. So it flew over all that. Sled was at the south No wait, so, something what the fuck is sled? It's a South Carolina These are like uh, look up sled, please, Joe. For sou- I'm sorry. I, well, sled, sled, like uh, capital letters, okay. S L E D. It's a South Carolina something. And they do they they're like they're like state troopers, but they're above that. They're like a different level. Like South Carolina has their own South
2: Carolina law enforcement division. All right,
0: so it's like state troopers. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's. I think they have their own state troopers though. That's maybe not, they're
2: like the GBI.
0: Maybe that's what it is.
2: Primary mission of the state law enforcement division to provide quality manpower and technical assistance to uh, something.
0: Again, what was it stand for? SLED? What is what? So, what? South
2: Carolina. Because it's one word in, in, in the South. <laughs> law enforcement. Law enforcement. Division. Division. <laughs> quality, quality manpower and technical assistance to law enforcement agencies okay. and to conduct investigations on behalf of ...of the state as directed by the governor and attorney general. It sounds like they're kind of oversight. Yeah. Uh, you, you know how... Well, apparently uh, they were like, out there in the lake looking for it. In Lake Marion, huh?
0: <laughs> Those are big lakes. If you look at Lake Marion, Lake Moultrie... In fact, that's the fun part of... One well, of the funnest parts living there in Manning. Because the runway, the Manning Airport, is right into where the lake is right there. And Tommy's house used to be right across that, that inlet. Oh. You could see it right there. And he had his big boat. And you could go right there from his dock, which we did numerous times... Through Lake Marion Into this little Channel area Into Lake Moultrie And then take a lock Which is so fucking cool Oh Down to the Cooper River The Cooper River Is what made Made lake well, got Both those lakes I guess Yeah And that goes all the way To Charleston you Yeah You go from his dock To Charleston
2: Didn't you guys go from his dock To the Bahamas Yes
0: we did That sounds so expensive <laughs> So you go down there And go the intercoastal waterway And all the way down the Florida And then go across And then all the way back Yeah it was kind of expensive Tommy spent a lot of money on that I need to make more money <laughs> 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 to quote Paul Gaines. So, anyway, they were out there. Sled was, I, I don't know what they're doing going,
2: Dub, is that it over there. I don't know what they're do doing. You think, so, uh, here's the thing. Uh, if it's impervious to radar, I don't, yeah. Is it impervious to sonar? Because that's what they're I don't using. Think, I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> so, I don't try that would work. Okay, so here's the thing, folks. If, if you're if you're listening and you're not driving, please don't text and drive or Google and drive mm-hmm. or do. I, I'm not your dad. Uh, Look, look at uh, an F thirty five and and just look at what it is, so that you know what we're talking about. There's like the two main next gen six gen fighters that are out there. Is the F twenty two and F thirty five correct?
0: Yeah, and I don't the, know the, that what, we have. I, the, and the, the, I, the I assume the twenty two and the thirty five are the same gen, but the thirty five came on a number of years after the twenty two, like, right. like ten years later at least. And it
2: was cost. It was cost overruns and all sorts of shit. Yeah, really, right? that's what That's yeah.
0: what you do. That's the tradition in the military industrial complex. <laughs> <laughs> that's if you can't. Like you're, you're not. You don't belong at the big boys' table if you don't have at least double <laughs> cost overruns. Yeah. If
2: you, oh, yeah. Estimated uh, forty million, <laughs> but it's really eighty-two million right. that's being reported. And we're not really including
0: uh, the factory cost. <laughs> that's not even including <laughs> or labor. That's yeah,
2: yeah. There's there's also union dues that have to be paid. Uh, slush funds. Right. A- anyway, it's um, a piece
0: of shit, ugly, ugly, so, crappy thing.
2: Okay. Point by point, what makes it a piece of
0: shit? I've I've known people that have worked in them before. Before they've actually developed them, and they say it's so hard to do repairs on, I I don't remember the details. This was a handful of years ago in Tehachapi when we go there, and and they, this guy so it's guy, difficult was, to repair. Yeah, it's this, like this my... guy was worked for Lockheed or something because this is a terrible airplane. He he hated it. I haven't talked to pilots. I have talked to pilots that have flown it, but I haven't gotten them in private <laughs> when they so knew. they
2: won't they won't divulge too much. Right,
0: it's an expensive toy and it's very technically capable, but. If you look at it, it's not very... Aer- it's all st- it's all about stealth. It's not very aerodynamic. Um, now, it's w- a single-engine gas lock, which I don't mind single-engine because I love the F-16. F-16 is still my favorite fighter in the uh, United States Air Force. So it's, it
2: getting
0: is a, it's, a, it's getting rather yeah. old. getting long in the tooth. But they upgrade it like a lot of things. They upgrade yeah, the engines, yeah. avionics. And it's now the... Uh, like the Strike
2: Eagle, the, the F-15. Yeah, is, right. The latest version of
0: the, of the Falcon is called a Viper. Mm-hmm. It's uh which is a cool name too. But um yeah, I love the F sixteen. I would it's a cool plane. That would be a thing. That would be a thing if I had a tremendous amount of money I'd say, okay, I'm gonna go from where I am now to learn how to do jets and go and do it in a two place F sixteen learn how to fly it. And then uh, fly my own. And then
2: get one for yourself. Right. Which how, you much, how much do you can't really do. Yeah, you can. I guess they're, you, civili- they're civilian. Owned yeah, but they're civilian-owned but F-16s. I'm sure. I think
0: most of them are used in the military contracts for for oh. a- adversarial roles and that kind of stuff. Oh, I oh okay. Think. Like for training or, or for radar evasion. Yeah. That kind of shit. I think. And they are civilian. You're it's you're not right. Like, but it's not like Freddy dude can go out and get hey, one. Like
2: hey Paul man, uh, is F-16? Is that a two-seater? No. No, they're a single-seater. I'm yeah. like, well, you can go to Hawaii by yourself. I guess
0: they have, very quickly. They have two-seat, um, you know, trainers. That would be like the that. ticket.
2: Is a two seat trainer. Uh, have you have you sat in one or have you been in like up close I don't and personal think I've, with one?
0: Yes, I've looked in the cockpit of one, but I'm not. I've set an F fifteen. Oh, that's because cool. um, that was on my own. It was it was at Dobbins Air Force Base because they were trying to get me because they knew I worked on stuff anyway and I wanted to fly. That was one of the groups I was trying to get into to fly. Um, and they they said we can right now we can take you as a mechanic right now. Know, to work on the, to get into the air Force and you can, get, you can, you can work on your own aircraft. So I don't want want to fly them because but once you're in, it's you get easier to get into it and they, which mm-hmm. is true. but I didn't do that. But anyway, a friend of mine, uh, Chris Smithson, who flew for Delta and flew those F-15s, and I it was a glider pilot he was, was also an aerobatic pilot, was killed in Florida, I think, doing an aer- aerobatic routine on something happened like it could have been a medical issue or something. it was a weird thing. He was a very good pilot, and something just weird happened and do, he doofed it in. Wow, that's Any, too bad. Anyway, he, he said, come on out. Hey, man, we'll we we'll check out the F-15s. Okay, so I did. Went to, got a pass, went to the Air Force base. He let me sit in there as long as I wanted to. You know, sit sit in the in the airplane. That is really cool. For probably an hour, I was in there just trying to get familiar with stuff. And uh, so that was cool. So I've not sat in a 16, but I sat in a 15.
2: We, we should try to make that happen.
0: I don't know. No? Because I know no. it's not... It's not the same thing, but the same stupid thing people say is, "Well, I don't want to go to a strip club because I can't." Ha-, you know, it's uh, no, I get it, but uh, it's no, not. Uh, I don't believe that. about I'd go into a strip club now, but I would. I already know. I know you know what's going on. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's not like I desire to go to a strip club, but I would do it if I were with. Hey man, let's go check out the strip club. Okay, cool. It's like going to. Our, Stupid place we'd go to occasionally. Oh God! On the way back from Havasu. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> big rig dollhouse. <laughs> yeah.
2: And it it got to a, be a point where we were just visiting a friend. Yes. Who just happened to be one of the strippers, and <laughs> and became friends with other strippers. And right. just it was like it, it was so, it was strange. It, it it actually enlightened me to how um people say that what you know you maybe the if you didn't if you grew up in puritanical North America, uh. And then went to a topless beach for the first time. You're uh-huh. gonna be distracted, sure. But if within most people, within 15 or 20 minutes, it just becomes normalized. Right. That's what happened to us. Like we just go there and like, oh yeah, those are boobs. That's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, Let me get another uh, Coors Light, please. Like it's just it's it, it just becomes normalized after yeah. a while. Um, but then anyway, it's, then
0: it, what's kind of odd though when you go there, and we, I know we've seen this because we've got, went there a few times, I guess, over the number of years. <clears throat> um. Curtis just texted me regarding this kerfuffle. The kerfuffle. Um, uh, 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 is there's always a dude there or seems to be by himself, you know, spending a fair bit of money. Yeah. For a while. And he's and it's kind of sad in a way. It's like, and then
2: you see the dude get up and walk away. At some point. Arm in arm and go to the, 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 like, no. the, to the champagne room. Okay, like that, I, like, that's possible.
0: Yeah. But I've seen these just dudes and they just leave eventually and they've dropped a hand on you know, a couple hundred bucks. Who knows what they're doing. Or more, if it's in a super high dollar fancy place, but that's that's part of their that's part of their life, that's part yeah. of their routine, you know. It's good. So that's kind of like oh, that's kind of weird. It's not it's not weird for us to go there and and, and watch friends trip. Well,
2: I I which yeah that that was really weird in the beginning too because I was yeah. like because we, we were friends with 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 Mary first. Yes, you know, playing disc golf and and hanging out sometimes at Blackbridge and shit, and then right. like I'm like you want I really are you cool with that she's like yeah I love when my friends visit I'm like okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and sit it, at my table. It, it'd be great. It
2: was strange that I made it to—I don't know—I was like what thirty-five or so. I, I made it to thirty-five years old before I had a friend who was a stripper who invited me to her work, right. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not like. Uh, it's not like. I don't know. Dan invited me to to a construction site, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, it's not a. It's. It's. It's weird. I, I think
0: one of the worst things there, as you know, because I noticed it. Uh, I, I'm surprised Jeremiah didn't notice it. For maybe he was drinking too much. The sound system. It's like, oh my god! It's only. I think only one channel is on. It had, We're missing it, half the music, it was, and it sounds
2: terrible. It was like computer speakers hooked up to an iPod, and it was computer speakers <laughs> from like 2003, right? And this would have been 2015. Like, right. It was really bad,
0: and there was no, of course, really talk from the guy running the music at all. There wasn't like a a regular strip place where they're having fun or trying to pretend they're having fun. Yeah, yeah.
2: like ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together yeah, first. Get your, get your dollars Cinnamon. out and you put your hands
0: together. There was on none the of that.
2: Stage. And they would like fuck up the songs and like this sh- you have the stripper shouting <laughs> like it's not the right fucking song. <laughs> it's back in black from A C D C not the other one, you fuck like it was like I just remember seeing And then the like, song
0: would just stop halfway in or something would, would just quit. Like something would get overheated and then it would just stop. Like, oh, great! I, I, th-
2: I, I mean, I thought it's it's like when you walk in there, you're like, all right, well, this place can't get much trashier. Oh, wait, yes, it can. <laughs> it's so low rent. And then like I, I was kind of glad when Mary quit because I was like, it was starting to get to a point where it was just almost boring. Right. To go there, and then there was that one time where the there was the one, the one woman was like you look really familiar and i'm like i don't think i've ever met you and i mean granted if i had met her and seen her on the street i wouldn't recognize her because she was wearing clothes right uh and after like an hour she goes you're porsche's dad and she was like a senior when porsche was like eighth grade (laughs) and she was like one of like the (laughs) she would like help out the middle school girls and cheer and this girl was a cheerleader i'm like oh god damn it yeah. Like that was that kind of killed it for me. That was like, like right. it was like all right. Well, the suspension of, 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 of reality is no longer. And now, now it's an Indian restaurant. restaurant. And now it's an Indian, which resta- we have no to. no. It's not an Indian restaurant. There is an Indian restaurant. There, there, there is an Indian restaurant, but not in that building. The Indian restaurant is actually in the gas station. Okay. no, it's actually in, turned into a bar. It's like a it's like something sixty six or something. Oh, it's and it looks. Okay. I haven't been in there yet, but I have some friends that uh, we know, Keith and Lulu. Like they they, they we should live, go there and check it out. They and then have out Indi- Indian food. That'd be good. I bet you five bucks I don't let you bring the Indian food into the former strip club now bar. Just remember the, we'll have to the, ask ad- them that. the other night, and Trace's like, let's get it to oh, go. Oh, like, yeah. Not getting it to go. I mean, it was
0: an okay idea, but you were right, and we went, yeah, that's not going to work. Bring, there it, are some people I'm that like, cannot take curry.
2: It's like, you know? it's like heating up like seafood in the microwave at work. Like that's a that, You're going to get the shit kicked out yeah. of you for that one. But anyway.
0: Which we've had people here the, uh, uh, have eaten... Like a, a like a can of sardines or, or tuna. Yeah. And then they throw it away in one of the trash cans in the middle of summertime <laughs> in the middle of the hangar. Oh, and God. Then, and then you don't really smell it the first day, but then the next day you kind of deal, Where's what the fuck? Is, is someone here really smelling that badly, including me? What's like, going on? Am I having a stroke or does it smell like rotting goddamn fish in here? And then, What's like, going the thir- on? I was like, all right. And then there was a can there. And then I, would, I, would, I took it out and went, okay, because it wasn't me. So if y'all are gonna eat this, I don't mind eating it. In fact, it's good for you. Omega three and It's really good with the you know, the health insurance and all that omega three, omega six is yeah, like just it goes out outside in the dumpster though. It's right out there, people. Yeah. Throw it out there. Or take it home. Yeah. Well don't take the or take the can home. Absolutely. I just feel like
2: like throwing something like that into the dumpster here is just asking for uh Okay. Uh, or open put, put a
0: Ziploc bag,
2: seal it up, roll it up and <laughs> stick it up your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> the funny you know, the thing is like, that that kind of stuff doesn't bother me and i used to work with uh, uh, uh i used to work with a ton of uh, filipinos and a lot of their food is just fish based like it just seafood based and I, there was always this one woman who gets so mad mm-hmm. they would actually like they would leave these folks would leave the room to walk all the way down the hallway to a, a break room heat it up in that microwave which just pissed off because the, then the entire f- <laughs> This is a break room. Had you know, has like one door on it that barely you know closes, right. and so the whole hallway stinks. And then bring it back in to eat in the in our office. And th- this one lady was just like, "I can't stand this ethnic food. It stinks like shit." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, uh, I bet your shake and bake is a fucking gourmet, fucking Sally." Yeah, that. <laughs>
0: that well, but, the problem here is it's really it's ruining our airborne carcinogen smell. So oh, it, yeah, all it, the other. <laughs> <laughs> your your open uh
2: rotting three day old tuna can really really just covers up the smell of all the horrible shit you guys are bringing in right yeah so it's like incense that
0: that's a problem they have a bat- they're battling it out organic versus inorganic
2: oh god the uh <laughs> <laughs> the f thirty five thing is so funny to me because it you it saw is, my post I did, I, I, uh what did you say i maybe i- i know i, I said, did, but i didn't commit no, it to memory please,
0: please look it up and read it for the oh, folks. God was you, you only like one or two posts back because it was. You you post and like I a, really thought about. I painted, Joe. I sat by candlelight painting over this before I hit post. Oh my god!
2: Did you use a <laughs> quill pen? But I, the, I, did the, that the I was writing like a, over they, it, <laughs> <laughs> tapping on on your uh, uh, on, tapping on your tablet, right with a quill pen. I'm
0: just looking at should I post this or not? I know people that work on this thing that probably like it. It's probably their paycheck.
2: Oh, that's one fewer. F 35s foisting its ugly air molecule assaulting self upon us. I don't even care where it is. And then a and then the waving hand emoji. Like, bye. Bye. Yeah. What a dick.
0: Oh. Did anybody else comment in agreement? They yeah. Didn't. Did no, I,
2: I don't know who Dennis Mead is, but he, he, he said, Oh, I found it, and it's an F 35 stealth fighter jet on, on eBay for $80 million. <laughs> Ed, uh, Ed said, I would love to know how far it flew.
0: I think it's North Carolina, we can look that up, but who cares Anyway, it, I, I really, honestly I, I really felt that way, I thought, good There's one less of those goddamn pieces of so shit You're so fucking funny
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's so And I would say, I just talk it up to being petty But you bring up solid points Like, it, it's it's a bitch to work on and Not that uh, I have and to, so of, why should uh, I care It's kind of ugly, yeah, but still like, It's, if you, it's it,
0: ugly, I don't I mean, maybe some people think it's cute or something I don't know, it's just Airplanes should look right Like a Waco is less aerodynamic than that probably, but it's pretty. Waco's got nice classic yeah, yeah, lines. Yeah, no, I agree. F sixteen to me looks just badass. It's, it's got the right curves. It's probably good it hip,
2: hip to waist ratio. The, oh God. It's got really nice clavicles and <laughs> it eyebrows. Does. It's yeah. Got all that stuff. F sixteen looks really uh it, to me it looks really aggressive. D- like dead nuts oh, yeah. on. When you look at it dead on, it looks really aggressive. Like, oh, a, yeah. like, like it's like it's gonna it's I'm coming for you.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't fuck with me. The F twenty two kind of looks that way too, even though it's kinda angular yeah. too, but the F thirty five just went completely in that the direction. The F thirty
2: five looks like a, it, it looks like Looks like a, like a smiling anteater or some shit like that. Is I, I remember I seeing know. some meme when they finally when it finally
0: like a partially smashed shoebox. <laughs> <I, laughs> Holy know. shit, Paul!
2: <laughs> you can tell that you come from like your aviation, like love of aviation comes from beautiful uh, aircraft, which sail are, like planes. your sailplanes yeah. They're just so pretty. Yeah, like there's not a, even going way back. Oh, yeah. They, they were, are all just really, all really, really beautiful. Really, there were a few
0: clunkers in here and there, but, you yeah, know, that was. None of them are shaped like a smashed shoebox, <laughs>
2: which is a great <laughs> way to. Uh, that. Well, that's that uh, deflective uh, uh, body panels, right? That's for, for yes. uh, radar.
0: It has purpose behind it. Yeah. I, I, like that was. Well,
2: see, and I think the uh, F 117 which I know you hate the fact Wait, that it's called is, an F117. It's I not, know we don't have to go down that fucking road. It's it, not really it, an F, it really it really was a fighter it was a fighter bomber but it was more bomber than fighter. Noted right. Noted. Yeah. Multiple times. Yes. But I think it looks cool because it looked really futuristic to me, especially in, like, 1990 when I saw it, you know. And it's kind it of like person. a Cybertruck
0: now you think about it. Kind it of, kinda kind of does. Oh, Cybertruck looks like it, a smashed shoebox, too. It kind of does. It kind of would it be funny if you were to put the profile up of an F-17 if if, if Elon Musk copied that exact. Cause it goes oh, up Oh, yeah, and yeah, angle and down yeah. If you look angle, for the side it may be profile. Dead on. Uh, we got to do that and, and go, called, caught you, Elon. I, I caught you, Elon, you
2: copying fuck. That's, <laughs> a, that's a 35-year-old aircraft. <laughs> right. Well, actually older than that from the design, but I, yeah, I remember seeing it, uh, they flew it at the Dayton Air Show, like 1990, it was right after it was declassified.
0: There's a story with that that I, I think is partially true, where they have, they have this a uh, test area for radar reflectivity and absorption, all this kind of shit, um, and they, they have it out there, you know, a number of miles away, and they have like a, like a, a wooden, so it doesn't, uh, you know, reflect, you know, it's not metallic post or something and they put airplanes out there on it and they tested a radar system super high tech
2: it's like it's just it's like three telephone poles and they
0: they figure it out and they're out there okay cool and then they they were trying to adjust the stuff god we can't oh there it is the rumors have it what happened was it only showed up when a bird landed on it oh wow because they were really trying to dial in and really get really kind of see it and they couldn't that's pretty and then they showed up oh cool there and then they went well yeah there's a bird on it now and then shoot the bird off and it you know went away again Wow. I think that's I, I, partially I, I mean, I true. Could, I could see that. Yeah. That, I that, could see that, that, that being a thing. That's how good it was uh, to hide. But that didn't have anything to do with, you know, in the whole, it's very difficult to suppress heat coming out of the back because it's a jet airplane. Right. So there's ways they diffuse it, and that costs speed and all kinds of stuff as well. So there are ways to deal with that on at certain points. But at some point, stuff doesn't, doesn't become stealthy more because the technology jumps and then the people have better missiles and. But it's a good way to keep the economy going in the defense industry. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, so, the, <laughs>
2: so just to wrap that up in a nice neat little bow.
0: Yeah. If you want to be, you know, if you're talking about future now because everybody's afraid of China, everybody wants to foment that fear, too. And just, you know, if you want to invest in stocks, invest in Raytheon and
2: yeah, War- Lockheed. And- warmongers <laughs> will always uh, be a really good investment.
0: Yeah, In the long run, they'll be profitable. They may have little dips here and there, but... So there, there's that. Was that the funny there, thing you want to talk about was the f That was the funny
2: thing. That's just because I knew what your reaction was going to be. It was yeah. like you're going to just fucking rant about it because it's funny. It's <sighs> funny to me because it's
0: – Like I, I think I would – like if one landed here, I wouldn't break my neck to go look at it. But I would go, all right, I guess I'll go look at it. Are you
2: fucking serious, Paul?
0: Really? I, I I wouldn't – I mean I if it was that easy to look at, I would go check it out. I guess because of the technology, and I would like to get as close as I could to it just to look at things. Of course, yeah. And I think there's a lot of composites in it, on it. I would hope so. Around it. So that'd be kind of cool. I would talk to the pilot, because the pilots usually know a lot about the systems. And I would say, is this thing, you know, is it mostly radar absorbing? Or are there, like, composites that also absorb? Because carbon's not good for radar. I mean, it, it kind of reflects stuff. It's a conductive kind of material. yeah fiberglass is better for that kind of I don't know it, fiberglass is
2: better well yeah because carbon seems like it would uh, it conducts electricity it, too you, exactly if it conducts electricity then it's going to give a radar signature yeah it looks like debris from missing F-35 Lightning II stealth fighter jet has been located in South Carolina north of where a pilot ejected oh, oh, South, Carolina. South Carolina I'm
0: sorry I was wrong I thought it was in North Carolina uh, let's see does it say South, oh Southern, North Carolina? Quote, how in the hell do you lose an F-35?
2: End quote, Representative Nancy Mace, Republican, South Carolina, wrote on Twitter.
0: Well, one answer could be, it'd be kind of funny, though, because we made them radar evasive. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that,
2: no, because th- that's what that's that's what 80 million plus bu- buys you.
0: Right. But it does kind of show that, or how meta do we want to be? Is like, are we trying to pretend that we couldn't find it? But in reality, we could. We knew exactly
2: where it was. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and we're just saying, oh no, how do we locate them?
2: Williamsburg County, debris field. Does it show pictures of pieces? North of Lake Moultrie. Oh, like due north of Lake Moultrie. Okay,
0: so that is South Carolina. Yeah. Wow. And it took. I hope it's not repairable. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I Hope none of it's repairable. So fucking funny. All you got to do is put it in a big, huge, big box, and a bunch of super glue and then shake it and let it set up, and it looked just as it good. It looked the
2: exact same, and they're like, <laughs> "Wow, it's somehow it runs better." <laughs> You're such a dick about it, and I appreciate you for it.
0: Oh God,
2: it, it's. It, I don't know. I there's certain planes I just. I'm like. I'm like what? Like that. Uh, what is that? Uh, the Lockheed. The XF-11 is what comes to mind, but I can't remember what it eventually became when they oh. put it into service because it terrified
0: the F-111. No, like the swing wing thing. No, oh XFL. No, no,
2: no, no. It's the the it has like uh how do I describe this wings? That's it. ha it has wings. <laughs> Are you sure you it had has, a pilot? It has two. <laughs> it has two <laughs> engines. Oh, okay, and it's engines wing, and then a little baby fuselage in the center, like the where the cockpit is. It doesn't have a full length fuselage. It's you have no idea what I'm talking about, Doesn't do you? Fuse it was a it was a it was a uh, uh, Howard Hughes thing.
0: Oh, um, yeah, that was the yeah the XF11. I think you're right. Yeah, I I, I, I was, am right. I know I was uh, the I've tw- touched, I've touched the one twin engine thing like it's got twin booms that, that in the thing. short yeah the yeah, one he was really yeah. fucked up and that should have been yeah, killed it. exactly,
2: like that thing crashed it in Hollywood. Somewhere. I don't yes, and burned the shit out of himself. Really fucked him. That, up. I've heard people say that that's a beautiful plane, and I'm like, that's not a that does not look beautiful. I to tell me. you, the
0: thing that I think he made is beautiful is the um, the H1, the Hercules. Oh yeah, the, that, I that, think that's of, gorgeous.
2: And it didn't start off that way. I love that it. it was like highly highly modified. Yeah, over and over and over again. And then like he just like you got to be you get sleeker. You got to shave these things down. These rivets really got to be smooth. Kind of shit,
0: yeah. I mean, rumors kind of have it too that he was the one that that invented or advanced flush rivets and how to how to do that. Yeah, it's not as simple as you would think. There's things you got to do, and uh, and that was I think after that accident, you know, he really he was a good-looking dude. I mean, no wonder he was slaying it in Hollywood. You know, he had literally a billionaire single. Well, he did get married. We decided he got married to uh, someone briefly.
2: (laughs) Yeah, excuse me. He uh, I don't remember. It showed in the movie.
0: Was he married to her? Kate? Kate uh, Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, Uh, maybe I think he was. I, I call her Kate. I'm sorry. I don't know anyway, but he he really got fucked up after that accident and it really altered his he was still a good-looking guy, but it was he had probably a lot of plastic surgery and had a lot of but after that he kind of became a a a, a recluse. And that's when he be, really became a germaphobe. Yeah. Uh after that accident in the hospital and then he of course he didn't go out in public. He wasn't chasing women around like he was you know he his was his obsessive
2: uh, compulsive disorder uh spiraled it ramped, got it, out it of control it, and it yeah. does that it does that when it's unchecked without sort of some sort of psychotherapy and drugs
0: cuz they say he had syphilis too and that was they say that was a contributing factor oh really uh, to, to 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 fuck up your brain oh yeah no it
2: definitely fucks so up I brain g- i think
0: that kind of they say that along with the accident and 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 you know whatever just totaled up and he uh
2: std talk
0: what an interesting on cartoon yeah, casual military hardware and STDs. I
2: mean military hardware STDs kind of go hand in hand. Da, 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 uh, da, da, da. Oh. That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. It is terrible. Hey, let's take a break. Please. We'll get serious when we come back. All right, fine.
3: Remind me of a Sunday back home in old Kentucky With church choirs just belting to the pines And I love you like the mountains Love's the way the morning opens
0: To a soft
3: and bright greeting from the sun So if it make you stay I wouldn't act so angry all Off of my bone. Well, I used to ride a Mustang, and I'd run that thing on high holes till they raised the price of dreams. just sit there when I should have took you driving the windows down while the music played So if it make you stay
2: Paul brought me a meat stick. I did it was so good
0: i I handed you one of my meat sticks first, and then I took my own meat stick,
2: and then we ate each other's meat sticks while looking each other in the eyes.
0: <laughs> we did and now I'm burping a little bit my yeah yeah,
2: you know I mean it's gotta i'm gonna I'll definitely get on like the ride home it'll be one of those where I belch, and I'm like, oh God, I should have saved that for a fart. That was worse than a fart, that was gross, yeah uh okay, so serious topic. I was introduced to a a concept recently that actually it, it's it, I'm a reasonably intelligent person, and I recognize that <laughs> sure. I am okay. I have a, I I'm I'm well aware that I have above average intelligence. Okay, in, in certain regards.
0: Yeah the the test that the man made. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> the man, and uh. It, this actually scrambled my brain for a solid 10 minutes, and then, okay. it, and then it just kept on going, and then I was laying in bed late, very late that night, and I was still thinking about it. So it was actually one of our listeners that we were hanging out, and and she mentioned it, and I'm like, what? So basically, em, em, emotional depth is yes. something that e- it, everyone has to varying degrees. Some yes. people's emotional depth on a psychological level goes far deeper and a lot of those folks. Now this kind of and it wades into Dunning Kruger effect kind of territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, uh, m- and the, the the small percentage of folks that have a deeper uh, emotional depth have the ability to. Uh, it's not even an ability. It's almost. If, to me, I would say it's almost almost a handicap. Uh, they connect. It certainly can be. The, well, yeah, and if can, you're trying
0: to function in, I don't know, get shit done or something. Well, like if you're so. trying to
2: function in society that is that is. That is, is not that is predominantly emotionally shallow yeah uh and you're in an emo and then, but then you get treated as you tre- get treated differently when you when you speak up about things like mm-hmm. uh the the topic became it really became a uh, it's the, the topic came about because of uh how i just don't understand how people can just listen to uh m- music that has zero like they they, they they that has zero depth to it mm-hmm uh, and just think that that's their entire lifestyle. Like that's their whole. Their personality is this. This like, it, it, honestly, to be and not to just pick on pop country, but it, but that's mm-hmm. where it came from. But there's okay. other versions of that. And people could say, hey, Joe, you listen to house music and this and that and the other. And it, but it, but that's dance music. It's meant. It's it's there are emotional uh, peaks and valleys in that music, and it's well orchestrated. Mm-hmm. It's very much. It's not just vapid, shallow. Dance music, like there's there's stu- substance to it, right? And it creates an emotional response. Now, granted, you can say, well, anything that creates an emotional response is art.
0: One could say that. Sure, that's a a way to that, define that's a art. way to define art as something
2: yeah. that makes you feel something. Yep. Fine, but with this emotional depth, and the conversation started off as about you know pop country and how just garbage it is, and how you don't hear a lot of people like about I, I would say about the only person really cross over out of the newer uh what i would call deep country outlaw country type stuff americana folk whatever you want to label it as mm-hmm. about the only person now, this whole group of these recording artists that are huge in their own right not the only one to cross over into really mainstream where you hear it on the radio uh you know they that have very popular youtube videos and whatnot uh is chris stapleton and and even he's an outlier because you kind of can't put him on just country radio, and you kind of can't just put him on rock radio. He doesn't really fit, but he's so good, he's just that talented that mm-hmm. he's had multiple number one hits. So w- w- where this comes from is that, that some people just innately have, whether it's that nobody really, there's been no decent science done on it because it's psychology, which is basically a pseudoscience. The, there's not been a lot of research done on it as to why certain people and it's literally – I look, had to look this up late that night. When I got home after that conversation, I was still thinking about it. I looked it up about the emotional depth, and, and it's about 2% of the population.
0: So I was asking you earlier before, because you said you wanted to bring this up, and we were talking briefly about it. I said, So is this the same thing? You said you think it's kind of ties in or overlaps a little bit with what I brought up was EQ, what they say, emotional quotient, as opposed to intellectual quotient. Or Which is like emotional IQ.
2: quotient. Can you define that for me? Because I think Not I have a rough really. idea. I, I mean,
0: think- I think it's the capacity – I think that's what it has to do with for to to handle or to deal with or to process emotional part of our being. I would say, like, isn't that what IQ is? Like, that's a capacity. Doesn't that doesn't that show like? Yeah, a, a capacity. Like, yeah, it's this. not
2: how much you know. It's the ability, the yeah. ability to learn, and the ability to know lots. So of things. So, if I
0: had to, without looking it up, should we look it up just for the fun of it? If you want to, All right. yeah, I'll, I'll get up while you. Okay. uh
2: while you uh, do whatever. So, you with, you with want. emotional quotient, from what I've heard of uh, of it. Uh, and the way it's described is that you, uh, empaths, folks that that have 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 good levels of empathy that that can understand, they can see that someone.
0: When well, you said a, emotional depth. We're talking about emotional. I know. I said emotional quotient. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. So emotional quotient. Those folks can really hone in on someone's emotions. They understand. Uh, they 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 not understand. They they can feel what someone else is kind of going through because maybe they've gone through it, or they can kind of put themselves in someone else's shoes, which is like the most basic. Psych 101 definition of em- empathy, uh, and
0: the ability to the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in positive ways. Oh, okay. To relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others. There you go. There's the empathy, um, uh, overcome challenges and diffuse conflict. Yeah. So there you go. That's so, and that's pretty much what I was thinking. That and that's. But that's not really exactly. I guess it's not really emotional depth. It's, it, but it's. I would say it's related to it because sure. uh,
2: the the uh, now that I think about it. So uh, again, more along the the lines of the emotional depth is that so those folks that one to two percent of the population that that have emotional depth, what they would call a, a severe emotional depth, are the same folks that just don't they don't get certain things. They don't they they it just doesn't click for them, uh, and the prime examples would be things like. Why would you go to a boring chain restaurant if you're on vacation? Like that's something I don't understand that and I you've, uh, we've railed about that. You and I both have gone back and
0: forth like we just talked we're like why do you do that? Yeah, the only time I would do that <laughs> So what? So what would Would it be a vacation? If for some reason, let's say I was on a fucked up schedule and I had to be somewhere, and I and was just really n- goddamn. Hungry, had to get something to eat. Throw something in the gullet and keep moving. The something. only
2: other time I would say that, that that I will that I would go to a chain restaurant. It's like if you're out of I'm town, on but if you're out of town, you're trying to yeah, like you're to, Waffle House. <laughs> there's no Waffle House within It's not a chain here. It's a It's hundred eighty miles away. The there's link like,
0: is the link is broken in the Southwest for co- Waffle. Correct. There is no chain.
2: There is no chain.
0: That's not. Isn't there one in? Phoenix there's,
2: there's like five or six in Phoenix and a couple in like Tucson, a, or one in there's nothing close by.
0: It's not close by, and it's yeah. something
2: that's like a special occasion. Sure. Uh, and I usually will only go and eat there once. If I'm on, like, say, right. a two-week vacation, I'm just going to w- go to Waffle House maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, or when I went to Hawaii the first time, I had to go to McDonald's because they have a completely different fucking menu. Like, they oh, yeah, have the same stuff. That's
0: a whole different thing. Yeah, you know. like,
2: I got a, I had a, their, their veggie burger is just, like, two pieces of, uh, <laughs> it's so good. It's two pieces of pineapple that are grilled with a sweet teriyaki sauce on that it and sweet, sweet Maui onions. Oh my god, <laughs> my mouth is watering right now. So that's one. That's one small aspect. It's that. That those are. It, and I used to just kind of dismiss those people as boring. I call them like the cruise right. ship types. That they're like they live to go on their eight day cruise.
0: Yeah, I have zero desire. Other, people say, "Oh man, it's none. great. You can go on a cruise ship and you none. can you can drink." I'm going. Okay, I don't really do that all the time anyway. Right now, I'm not gonna. I don't understand whatever yeah, yeah I, and I'm not if you're into it it's okay I guess I just I have zero desire to go on a
2: cruise also the conversation was had in the, about this point in the conversation that she and I had the other night about emotional depth was uh was but also you have to counter that and and I've just barely learned to do this recently and I'm still not great at it I'm still working on myself isn't don't yuck someone else's yum sure yeah you know, if they're into it, that's what you're into, and that's fine, whatever. But don't get weird with me when I say I would never go on a cruise again.
0: Someone for the pumpkin spice, fucking latte. Yes,
2: it's, but, but there's also the – the and then there's a whole section of the population. They make their entire personality about something that is just so shallow. It makes no sense yeah, to me. Yeah, it's
0: just – it's kind of an odd sort of uh, phenomena or something. It's something – it's just – yeah, it's just odd.
2: It's it. It's odd to us, but it's, it's hard to understand. It's, it's, it's it, odd yeah. to people like us. That's what that's what she was explaining to me. Is that like it's, it seems weird to people with emotional depth. Like it just doesn't because our brains don't work the same way. Right. And it's not better or worse. It's just different. And it it's it. That's why people end up that people that have the that um, affliction, so to speak. Right. Uh, of emotional depth, they uh, tend to find each other that's true they tend they do tend to find you they tend to like just find each other and it's and but the, that yeah, same if there are
0: similar kind of levels of stuff like i i think i told you this and this sounds really snotty of me which is unusual Ha. Huh? <laughs> was i was dating a woman briefly but i never went to her, her house or apartment at all except this one time we did he had, had to come back and do something i forgot what it was but her her living room was full i mean she was really into it so god bless her for that it was full of it was a, a huge Hummel collection. Oh, God. That's all it was. The Hummel
2: fi- figurines, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: all it was. And I, I'm i not making this up. I really think that I got a little nauseous. Nauseated? Nauseated. Na- nauseous. Nause- whatever it is. That. I mean, it really did. It's like, that's... I can't do I can't. No way. And I it sounds even, even worse, but at that moment I knew this is not going anywhere. And I know
2: in that, that Paul Gaines, neurotic Seinfeld kind of. What's with all the figurines? Like, I know you went full-born. Like, I could never marry somebody like this because I would never live with those fucking figurines. There's, in my I, house. No,
0: there's no way.
2: Like, I I could, I, I because I, I see that, like, I, I see that, recognize that in myself because I'm like, right. no. It would be like if I walked in, it's like, a, it's all farmhouse decor with shiplap and live laugh love everywhere it's right. like god damn
0: it it was interesting for a while but people are still into it so yeah you it's, that's okay. Fine. it's okay and the,
2: the yeah. collector thing collecting something like that i'm i i i probably would let something like that go unless it became like a like a severe obsession because you literally if you get into hard times you can sell those things for a lot of money right they're worth a ton of money you mean hummels yeah hummels okay. yeah but uh but uh also, so there's uh, there's other indicators too. It's the, it's what I would call like the boring chilies. You've heard the chilies rant. It's like the the people that think that the 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 best that their week is going to be is Friday night chilies, El Presidente margaritas, southwestern egg rolls, the worst fucking fajitas you've ever had, right. and then missionary sex with the lights off. Now, quite quite you often,
0: um, the I'm not, I'm not gonna make any comment about the sex part. <laughs> i'm
2: not going to turn down missionary sex with the lights off folks like i'm not going to turn it down right but like you understand what i mean it's like very vanilla it's like boring
0: but to but but it's possible in some neighborhood because i've seen i've been to some back country places but for some reason Chili's has survived it could be the best restaurant in the neighborhood Okay. It's not in our
2: neighborhood. The though. nicest restaurant in the neighborhood. Yeah, find we, a different neighborhood. That's, that's but the that's, deal. But that's it, also. Like our
0: town has a Chili's, for example, and it's been a long time since I've been there.
2: It, I a I, long it, time. I bet it's been, and I I I, bet it's been at least I've never years. had a
0: friend of mine say, hey, man, let's meet at the Chili's and then we'll go to the movie or something like that remember combination.
2: How, remember how I said that people with emotional depth tend to find each other and then the, and then vice versa? Right, yeah. Right that's why uh and so there's there's other indicators too. So the so and where the emotional part comes from is we think why in the fuck do you why would you go to chili's when you there's so many better places to go. Right. With similar food. Yes. But we have an emotional connection. We can connect that local let's let's support a local business. Let's like let's try a different kind of cuisine or let's do uh when people like the it reminds me of the folks that complain about how we don't have good Mexican food restaurants in this town, but they what they're looking for is like the chili's version of Mexican food
0: oh god people actually do that
2: yeah no absolutely people yeah. complain about the Mexican food in the town I'm like are you fucking kidding me like we have incredible diversity yeah there in is menus. different stuff they're yeah, all from different regions every single one of them yeah. are different regions the only thing that's have in common is oysters half their menu is, is uh, Jalisco style food uh-huh. and then you have uh, me Lindo Jalisco downtown which they don't really compete with each other because no. downtown to, we, they're, it, far, enough they're away. far enough apart and they don't really they don't really compete with each other. No, but those, those we have an emotional tie to it. Like we're getting worked up about it. Mm-hmm. Those people are like, why? Why would you even care? It's just fucking chilies. Like why right. do you give a shit? And I and I don't have a good answer for that. And now I kind of do. And uh and then the then we went back into the music thing, and and she and I were talking about how just. I mean, sometimes you 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 just hear a piece of music the first time and you, you it just completely derailed whatever whatever thoughts you were having about your day completely changed. And sometimes often, for better or for worse.
0: Quite often uh, it happens when well, it could be like I mean, the perfect day would be like kind of a rainy Sunday. You know, it's kinda cool kind of cool and like you're not really going anywhere doing things. So you're gonna listen to some music. Yeah. But I, I am I'm kind of trying to set the mood or the mode, shall we say, as opposed to being like popular music, or something that's a new artist to be more like. I mean, there's old classical stuff that's just, just music, you know, no, no lyrics. It either in like, the way it just wanders, your mind just wanders. And they, they knew what they were doing back then. They absolutely knew what they were doing. <laughs> and and th- th- uh, it's funny
2: you bring that up because I actually had a, a, and I, I think I brought this up to her the other night. The, um, uh, do you know? Are you familiar with Pathetique Sonata from Beethoven?
0: Probably would be not, if I heard it, I would guess. It,
2: you, you If you heard it, you might recognize it. It's, it's yeah. not obscure because none mm-hmm. of it's Beethoven. None of his shit's obscure. It's like saying right. a, a deep cut from Taylor Swift, right? Uh, but uh, Pathetique Sonata was in the was one of the pieces uh, when I, that we played when I was a freshman in high school in marching band. We did an okay. all Beethoven show.
0: Okay, cool. That's cool. Uh, it was fucking incredible, and it, mm-hmm. we started with. And that's why your team Beethoven fifth, and not uh, Mozart.
2: Uh, I mean, I still like the, the next year we did. Uh, we had a piece that, that had a, or we had a show that had a, a Mozart piece in it. it was instead of Ina Klein and Knocked Music, thank
0: God it, it wasn't that. Jesus, what Ina Klein Knocked Music? Ina know, Klein, it, like, yeah,
2: yeah, that was the, the the next year. But instead of instead of Knocked Music, it was called Incline Drum Music, and it was re. <laughs> oh, no, listen,
0: no, no, I'm not laughing. It sounds funny. It sounds fun. It
2: was a percussion break in the middle of a, a five piece uh, marching set, like a 14 minute set, right? Okay. So you had like two and a half minutes. It was Incline uh Knocked Music but like the melody was done with uh, marimba vibraphone and um uh uh what are they called uh, xylophone okay right marimba yeah vibraphone and xylophone Now, see that that's with with that drum accompaniment cool. in, in in time with it and they and the and like the entire the rest of the band like the all the wind instruments stood in a perfect circle around these guys while they did all sorts of cool shit and then we dropped back into more so I, I'm I'm more team Beethoven because I know Beethoven better than I know Mozart because sure. I played way more of it.
0: But you were playing this piece of music you're talking about. So this so,
2: and, and I I hadn't really sat down and heard Pathetique Sonata in a long time, and it brought back all these great memories. So when did you happen to stuff. hear?
0: Did you happen to play it? Was it on I a, it, something? It you popped saw, up on or? a
2: classical music playlist that I was playing. Okay. Saturday morning, last Saturday morning. Okay. And I'm like, I got almost a little emotional. Not not because I was like, oh, I miss the good old days. Because I don't miss the good old days. Mm-hmm. The, they weren't the good old days weren't that good. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's more uh, it, it, part of it had to do with the fact that I just lost a good friend of mine like a couple weeks prior that we were in band together, mm-hmm. and um, that kind of came up because I remember him and I in part of the drill, which is you know that's what it's called when you move around. They call it drill. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, part of the drill where he and I had to coordinate our steps and we did so with eye contact because you can't move your horn or and you move your direction. You have to, And we, because otherwise it was right in the middle of Pathetic Sonata and we would fucking slam it into each other. He played fucking trombone and I played baritone. And he was also six foot. And at that time I was about 250 and he was about 225. So it was like clang. Like, and (laughs) God damn it. Like the band director would shout, All right, (laughs) that's enough. Let's start over back to your sets. Mm -hmm. Like, and that happened like 20 times. But when it got to, I was like, Oh shit, Pathetic Sonata. I haven't thought that. If you brought that up to one of those Chilis people, 99 it's 99% probability that they're not going to know what the fuck. Well, I don't know what t- it is either. Is. And
0: I'm not a Chili's person, but I know what you're saying,
2: but they're, yeah. but, and they're probably not going to have that kind of a connection to no. a piece of music. And that, and that's, that's a, uh, and, and it, I'm trying so hard not to sound like a snob. Cause I don't, I spent a lot of years yucking other people's yums and, and it's, it, it just came from You a, gotta be, yeah, it, it, be careful it, that. It yeah. came from a low EQ.
0: Uh, let me quite little, quite little, quick little side note on classical music. When I first started appreciating it, was not from my parents or in school. I mean, I was in band, a junior high school band, but we didn't did some other, yeah, we did some classical music, but not not the cool things we're talking about right now. We didn't do that level of stuff. But it was when I moved to Atlanta, and I guess I was I wonder how old I was when I first met the guy Bill that you know I talk about occasionally yeah. back in Atlanta, and he was into classical music when he was working on usually it was like a Saturday or Sunday when he was working on his own car. He usually had like an old like an M G or some kind of a you know a straight shift, very simple vehicle and the and the he would make his own coffee and he had a pretty decent stereo, not super high dollar, but good sounding stereo in his in his shop and he would listen to uh W A B E, which is the classical music station in Atlanta. And um It really felt nice. When I was there talking to him about stuff, I said, this is really, this is pretty sophisticated. It's great background music. And he talked about that. I think even someone, when he was younger, there was someone that he knew that did the same thing. You know, he kind of, that's how he got into it was a mechanic from him that he really admired and did, was a really good, super good technician. And he goes, and it really does, he goes, I got to tell you, it, it makes me work better. I, I, on these pieces of machinery
2: I can I can believe that because yeah. I the only kind of music I could ever listen to I when I used to study or read
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know um, uh, like for school uh, I couldn't I either had to have perfect silence to be able to concentrate or some sort of classical music or at least something something that was instrumental no lyrics because that just hearing the lyrics would would make me lose track of what i was doing right and i could see now i think about it, all the times that i threw wrenches punched the top of a valve cover mm-hmm. getting pissed at a, at a car when i was listening to you know punk rock
0: or fucking right. speed metal maybe wasn't, i should wasn't I, beethoven i should
2: have been listening not even beethoven that's too fucking aggressive Debussy. yeah WC, some some like right. nocturnes like Lists, some sort of yes chopin exactly. chopin please frederick fucking chopin <laughs> <laughs> so uh anyway uh the so a lot of folks because and, and I'm like how the f- I I honestly just paused this question to this friend of mine that was we were talking about having this conversation like I don't understand how people can listen to this like vapid like drink beers on the tailgate dah, 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 and that's their entire personality. Yeah. And you can just add more things to those layers. Now, those pe- people have depth, but they don't have the emotional depth. And, and then when you try and get them to listen, like, I don't listen to that shit. Why would I listen to that? Why would I listen to something that's going to make me sad? Why would I do this? And that? I think that goes along with a low EQ and very little emotional depth. So I think they're probably right. tied together. So if you
0: have a higher EQ and a more emotional depth, you're able to handle, let's say, more emotional music that pulls things out of you. Except it like can
2: spiral you out of control. It can, sure. And... I know that for a fact. For me, because I, I, I should not let a piece, a little tiny piece of music that was written 50 years ago, affect me, the way that some of those pieces have in the past. And I've gotten past most of that stuff because I tie them to a person or an event. Right. But and also, that's, that to me is low EQ and high emotional depth. So the idea is to become. And I, I, now that I'm, now that I'm like really starting to get it, and like the brain's together. firing yeah. too fucking fast for this this podcast. So one, what well, you could posit the theory that if you have a uh, a low EQ and a high emotional depth, mm-hmm. or a deep emotional depth, I guess if you want to use a proper term, I see what you're saying. You're yeah. gonna have problems. Yeah, which I've had. Gonna, in, I've had a lot in the past.
0: Yeah, the it can't really end. Well or happy
2: and then, as you learn to develop how to your 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 uh the skill set and the tools like your therapist has told well, you but the eq uh, uh, to deal with the e q you can manage the other one, which is why i don't I try not to shit on too much stuff of of yeah. other people, at least not to them and be insulting because i that that's kind of goes back to the uh when I used to shit on people that are religious uh, the faith f- faith type people right, and my dad pulled me aside I was like, listen, you're being a real bastard. And just because you and I don't believe in this and you have other friends that don't believe in this stuff, you don't need to shit on people that use that. You are born and raised to be a moral human being. And if someone didn't have those advantages like you've had and they found something to keep them on the moral path and treat people as the, the they want to be treated and do this and that and the other, it doesn't fucking matter if they call it Jesus Christ uh Jehovah. it doesn't fucking matter mm-hmm. and stop being an asshole that was my dad just ramping up my EQ by mm-hmm. 10 points yeah yeah and and I really clicked cuz I was being a prick mm-hmm. you know I was like 22 23 and you know a prick like right. the fucking 22 year old boys are dumbasses.
0: so um on the pop country music thing just real quick just though, to use that as an example yeah, yeah. I, I, but maybe I I'm, I'm going to try to steal man this a little bit you know there's the, uh, the but the uh uh uh, straw man and steel yeah. man Yeah People talk about this all the time It's kind of getting popular In the language right now But anyway um, uh, you know, Maybe it's for some of them Maybe they, they do have really stressful jobs Maybe they're not really um, Intellectually deep jobs But it's stressful And it's it's just fucked up And they just want to go out and party And that's the way they can identify And that, that's with the they way they can go
2: Absolutely the, the way they blow off steam And you that's know. and that's obviously perfectly acceptable Because we all do that
0: Yeah
2: Uh but I guess where I'm getting at is that, like, when you try and suggest, hey, have you ever tried listening to this artist or listening to this, or, or, and then you say the same thing about movies. But then again, yes. I like vapid movies that are just there for explosions. Like, I can't wait for the new Expendables movie. to Yeah, come out. there
0: there are those that are interesting, but that's also and then you go way on the other end too, of course. I mean, but also,
2: like, I'll drive. Uh, I I drove 180 miles in a vehicle in the middle of summer in a vehicle that had no air conditioning by myself on a Friday afternoon to ASU to go and watch. A movie that I thought was just gonna, that was gonna really, I I knew was gonna be really good. It was the closest theater that was showing it. it was Zach Braff's, you know, uh, uh, Garden State, which oh, yeah, ended yeah. up being a huge fucking movie for people of my generation and uh-huh. so, and some others too. But really, like if you there's there's two types – they say the the joke is there's two types of millennials: those that have listened to Garden State and or those that have listened to the Garden State soundtrack on repeat for hours on end uh-huh. and fucking liars. <laughs> like it, it, there's just the, it, just it, there's those people. It, I had that connect, and I did that. I I drove that way, all that way for that movie. But I'll also on the other end, like I was stoked when the first Iron Man came out. Right, right. You know that 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 kind of thing. I'm so, into
0: good, good entertaining movie. It's solid entertainment. Oh, ab- it's it's yeah.
2: an entertainment because I can I can I can go bounce back and forth between something that is, that has depth. And something that doesn't really have any depth, and it's just a way to kill two hours. Right. There's worse ways to kill two hours. I wasn't shooting up heroin. No. I wasn't smoking crack with hobos behind Circle K downtown. Right. Uh, People still do that? I'm sure they do. I don't know about crack. I don't think crack is really a problem anymore, except in pockets of Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) I've been told by my brother multiple times that crack is still a problem there, and I'm like, how fucking behind in the times are they? Wow. Like, they can't even stay fashionable
0: and current with their drugs. (laughs) I mean, there's some little areas where they're just, yeah, something just never died. Like, there's still, a, is there still a, like a last blockbuster? The same kind of thing, right? It's no, a, it finally closed down. It was oh. in, I think it was in
2: Oregon. Okay. It was okay. in Oregon, and it closed down a f- handful of years ago. Wasn't there ago. a movie, like a thing on that? There the was a movie. that uh, There's a documentary about it. <laughs> um, anyhow, so back to the serious topic. Yeah. So, this emotional depth thing kind of really screwed with me a little bit for several days, and I just kept thinking about it, and I'm like, this is. Explains a lot about how my brain works and how I've always thought like why am I so I'm just a fucking weird one and honestly like at a young age I just kind of stopped bringing it up there like was I stopped bringing up things like why, like like uh, people are complaining like, I remember being in like 10th grade and great expectations was like the assigned Mm-hmm. Uh, signed book in, in, in English class Right mm-hmm. And I was excited Because I had already Read it four or five times Because I love mm-hmm. that book So you didn't like
0: Have to trudge
2: through it I didn't have to I, No yeah. I didn't trudge through it Because I, I fucking I would skip through it Once You'd like a it year anyway, yeah. yeah I love that And I'll yeah. still read it Probably once a year Sure And everybody else Is complaining And I've just got this Shit eating grin on my face And I remember This guy was like It was a It was a friend of mine We are in band together And whatever And he's like What are you so happy about Fellers And I'm like I just I love this book And he's like you love Charles Dickens. No one loves great expectations. Like we're not we no one wants to and this guy was wicked fucking smart. Like it's not like it's a classic and, for
0: zero reason. Right? Yeah. You know. uh,
2: and the and he and he he's like, I'm 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 I can you help me out with it? I'm like, no, man, you just need to read the book. He's like, well, just tell me what it's about. I'm like, it's it's about so many things. You need to just watch, right. or just read the fucking book. And somebody sitting behind him, some dumb asshole woman girl was like yeah typical fucking nerd like just reading that kind of shit and i'm like it's a great book right it really is it's such a fantastic book and it like somebody can someone can pull something away from that i think i said you can learn something anyone can learn at least one thing from that book and she's like yeah i doubt it and, and i'm just <laughs> oh, God. like fucking oh, my like God. popular bitch like i like i hope you oh. i can't wait to meet you on the road to the middle like you're just <laughs> asshole. So right, right. I, I, I not a, not around that time, but I, that was one of the few times that I opened up and was like, "Oh yeah, I really like this." Or you know, just multiple times over the years where like oh, I don't know, I I really like it. What well, that's weird. You're weird for liking that. Turns out, yeah, it's it's not weird. It's just kind of rare. Yeah. But yeah. like I've fortunate enough that apparently subconsciously I've surrounded myself with people that are like that because Mr. Foss and I had a similar <clears throat> conversation. Uh, About this uh, last night during Monday Night Football. Okay. And he goes, I am so glad I'm not one of those people that, how do you word it? I'm so glad I'm not one of those guys that when my team loses, that it ruins my entire week.
0: Yeah, they're out there. First of all, I'm surprised you're watching Monday Night Football, but there you go. Well, <laughs> Monday Night
2: Football was on because it was... Because br- br- it was uh, Monday. It was br- w- yes, it was Monday. <laughs> okay. Well, it was on their TV because uh, Crystal's father, who recently passed, was a is a huge Steelers fan. I got you. She has a lot of memories of that, so it was Browns-Steelers. I got you. I always like watching the Browns... Sure, that's a big game. T- I like watching the Browns uh, do really well and then choke because they're really fucking good <laughs> so at that's it. That's what they do, yes. Yeah, it's just like U of A basketball. They're really good and then they fucking choke. Right. Uh, so... I, so I you were there know. watching, so it. I was and there watching said, it, and he said, I'm glad I'm not one of those people. And but, he yeah. just blasted off with that, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I need I to talk you, to we him used to go to all,
0: all these uh, sports bars in Atlanta when I was in my, say, 30s, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, pretty popular places where they had, uh, when there was a big college ball in, in town, and there was all, you know, so yeah. just go there. Main thing is to go find attractive women and talk to them. You know, everybody's drinking having a good time. That's what right. you did. So I made it my, the only way I would determine which team I was for was where all the most attractive women were.
2: I mean, I didn't I, give a shit who it was. I uh, really didn't care. Sounds like when you were in your 20s, you were on the right track to something. buddy. like that's <laughs> and, and 20s I and early 30s, yes. I, early 30s. Yeah, I and and I've never been. I've never really been one of those people that like I follow Ohio State football, kind of
1: mm-hmm.
2: like I haven't actually. There's been two games this year. I haven't caught either game. Have I had both Saturdays off? Absolutely. And I just haven't. Right. Like I just I didn't I just didn't watch it. I didn't make it a point to watch it. I've I didn't watch an
0: Auburn football game and I cannot tell you how long. Right. I think I... I was happy to be talking about it for a few I weeks think, ago.
2: I think we watched an Auburn uh, uh, Alabama game. At the brewery. At the brewery one
0: time and, and you I could, happened to be on.
2: And it yeah. just it wasn't we made plans to do it. Yeah. I happened to be working. Oh, oh look it I'm like,
0: oh hey, <laughs> Auburn's playing. Can you l- l- And then Mike hates yeah. him? So he's like, yeah. Yeah,
2: fuck them. Fuck Auburn. Yeah, exactly. Right. So and I'm, and I'm not an Alabama fan at all because right. they fucking cheat. Uh so uh but I've never really cared that much. Like it didn't it's not gonna ruin my day or my year, like if Ohio State loses the national championship or right. if the you know, something like that's not gonna ruin my day. But I know people that are like that. Mm-hmm. And 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 it and it, it it's almost kind of a bummer because you just want to you I like I desperately want to get them turned on to something that was just has some s- substance to it yeah but you know man like you
0: can't do that for but, the like people like I it's You're, a release for some people and they're really into I again yeah. I I cannot I, I don't understand it that's fine yeah th- and I a, played football in Texas for many years and then through junior high school and then moved out to Atlanta area. anyway so I I did all that but then I just I didn't do it anymore. Right, you know, I did some just other shit. Grew so, out of it essentially. Yeah. Grew apart kind, from it, kind of. Yeah, grew up, apart. I guess would be the way yeah. Not put
2: grew, it. not grew up because I'm 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 trying so hard to tread lightly and not put people down uh, or sound like a snob. Right. But it, and that, there are
0: people we all know that get really kind of pissed off and violent at the TV yeah. and start screaming at it uh-huh. when a ref makes a bad call or something or whatever. Or they think they whatever. I'm like, oh my god, I yeah. just I can't do this. You know, I can't, I can't at all get into this.
2: It's uh, it's interesting, and then it just it goes and it just goes further down the rabbit hole, Paul. Like there's, yeah. uh, the you'll never find an uh, a, like an artist, like a, say a visual artist, you'll never find a visual artist that doesn't have a have serious emotional depth.
0: Sure. Yeah.
2: And it, it's uh, th- that's where. I think that's why I've always uh, loved musicians. And don't get me wrong, I, I grew up listening to the, the Top 40 radio station. But I was also fortunate enough to listen to the Top 40 radio when there was a lot of good shit of substance right. on the on Top 40 radio.
0: Well, now it sounds like you're an Pearl older Jam. guy and you're talking about, you know, what's on there now that's any good.
2: Well, I find that there's still emotionally substantive things that are, uh, that are in pop radio now. It's just like, in, remember, the think about the 90s. Sure. Yeah. You know,
0: and if you just went a like decade you said, before Pearl, Pearl Jam and all that. Oh shit, yeah, you know, uh, it, uh, as an example, bands
2: that actually came up in the in a scene, sleeping on couches, like
0: no doubt. Cover,
2: yeah, uh, Nirvana, no Nirvana, doubt. Yeah. Uh, uh, Soundgarden, Mudhoney, Silverchair. Yeah. Fucking Pearl, like all of these people, and then you get to the Solar Jewel lived in a fucking van in Alaska, like the, right. that kind of stuff. Right. But there, those people exist now they they do you, there's people like uh um uh well i mean taylor swift is an incredible song singer songwriter performer you've seen her sure uh and you know she She writes all of her own shit Like that's all real That's real shit Like yep. that she's written about She's extremely talented But then there's and she's, other She's
0: also figured out a way To work the business She's doing really really well and and she's good for she's doing very well For herself yeah. And
2: takes care of her people Did you see the bonus That yep. she gave all the Massive people Massive bonuses Massive to the bonus people. to everybody That worked on that All the truck drivers Got 150 grand or something Yep Uh, anyway, there's another one is, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, which I, the first time I heard her first, her first single that came out like two or three years ago, I'm like, this chick is going to go someplace. She is incredible. And she just had hits a perfect emotional note. Just like, just knows how to hit that button. And it's perfect. I was
0: going to mention to you also, I listened to, um, I think it was a podcast. It was, it was had to do with music theory and stuff. And there is, there is things behind that too. Like there are certain combinations they say yeah for this to this note it does this it's he you know they're, everybody's oh they're knowledgeable and aware that this oh yeah this kicks this in and this kicks this and in. there's certain
2: things that for 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 centuries musicians have known about certain chord structures and, and certain notes and things yeah. like that will evoke a certain emotion works. and now we have the the knowledge of brain chemistry to prove it yep. yep uh another one that is a. Uh, started off as a one of those Disney princess types that uh that really and went through some went down a very went and got very dark as Demi Lovato. Are you okay. familiar with her? Nope. She's a pop singer, actress and she was she was one of those Disney kids uh that oh, you know that grew, like
0: that grew up to be all fucked up. Britney Spears kind yes. of Yes. Yeah, that t- that, kind of that of type. Fun. Yeah. Uh, Bef- although Britney after Britney, I guess.
2: Uh yeah, uh, yeah. Demi okay. Lovato's probably 10 years younger than me, 12, maybe 12. She's around 30. Okay. But she got hooked on pills. Okay. She overdosed and then had a stroke and had to recover from it. She wrote an album about it. it came out, I think, last year. Oh, gosh. Holy okay. shit. Yeah. I never thought I would say after listening to the stuff that Portia made me listen to with Demi Lovato that it, like now, to like a decade later, is like really, really dark, real shit.
0: So she and, was, and was like a that, real artist, but then this happened and she tapped into that and said all right here we go.
2: Yeah and she put out some stuff that really just kind of fucked with people. They're like, "Oh man, which is probably good timing because there's people that grew up along with her and grew up listening to her but is the same age as her, like, you know, like my kid and people a little older than Porsche that that are like, "Oh, I've gone through that or I my brother's addicted to pills or they and you can they you share that emotional depth and you can have that that connection." Right. So, if you if uh back to the pop country thing if you've got 20 uh songwriters in Nashville making the majority of the hits that are on pop country radio it's are never going to have anything of any real depth unless you get like every once in a while you have one that'll eke out but it's it really isn't right they're like it, a factory in there and they're they really are out. no it's it's a hit factory that's all it's it, yeah. really all it is and it's unfortunate because there's so many with so much struggle in this country there's so many musicians that are putting that struggle to tune and and they they deserve the recognition for it and so i like i try to get people turned on to new people mm-hmm. uh as much as possible and i got i used to get a, a, a accused of being like a oh you're a gatekeeper hipster asshole and i'm like no man i just don't listen to shitty stuff right like now is there are there pop tunes that have zero depth to them whatsoever they're just catchy of course my brain works that way sure but for the most part like if you look at the music that i listen to man it's like and and you're the same way it is it's just all over the place and it's everything when has some sort is, of depth it to is. it like and if I, you
0: look at my uh, spotify little pre- previous list it's like it's all over the place like yeah. you were saying when would you say that the the country the pop country thing really got kind of going like what was the first or second oh man you you know the exact moment yeah not the
2: the exact moment but i know when it took off so in the 90s you had uh, a lot of pop country coming out where people were singing songs that were written by other people prior to that it was like you you had people you had hit factories don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong Mm -hmm. but it wasn't nearly as prevalent on the radio it wasn't that it wasn't as popular uh, You But like we know David Allen Coe Wrote more hits For, for, for other people songs and, That people aren't Unaware of you and, know? And, and, and he only had I think a couple Top 40 hits Not even Maybe even top 10 mm-hmm. But he wrote like 15 number one hits For other people Right You had that going on But like Willie Whalen And uh, Hank Jr. Mm-hmm. Were huge Chris Christopherson's sure. Huge yep. uh, a big song George writer. Strait Chris Christopherson Wrote a bunch of shit too. Yeah Oh yeah A lot of songs Yeah George Strait Huge you get into the '90s, late '80s and into the '90s. You get people like Alan Jackson, great performer, great guitarist, mm-hmm. songwriter. I fought fat, over but, his
0: house. That's in a private creepy. airplane. That's creepy. <laughs> Did you well, drop I, anything on there? I didn't like. I wasn't spying on him. But You're like, yeah. oh, that's Alan Jackson's house. People are like, hey man, we should fly over to Alan Jackson's house. That we should. Is it close to the Chattahoochee? It's not that far away. It's not that far
2: away. See, it's so not, yeah. I do know that Alan Jackson has written probably fifty percent of of the songs that 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 he's that he plays that he's recorded. Yeah. So, uh, but then you the, then the you had female like,
0: pop artist came pretty strong, right? The, there was and, uh, and
2: that's kind of when the Hit Factory really started happening in uh, Nashville.
0: What was that Burnett chick it to the feels like feel like a woman? Make me feel like Shania Twain. Thank you. That one. Yeah, yeah. That, that one. That was didn't a write a single one of her songs. Pop. She was a wonder star for. You know what a while. though?
2: I will say this: she was very big at empowering women. Yeah. And i and and you know I didn't appreciate it back then in 1995 because mm-hmm. I was 14, but I I appreciate it now. Uh, you know having a daughter you know mm-hmm. and lots of female friends and as a gro- so, growing so as a that's man. when that
0: was early on it's there there Here we go that's where it
2: started and then it really kicked off and people are getting mad at me for it but i'm using i'm gonna use the term that my good friend sean taught me which is, is bootlicker country oh jesus post 9 11 bootlicker country
0: post 9 11 even okay
2: yeah post 9 11 uh bootlicker country and a lot of it comes from uh it, w- where country music used to be about the outlaws and the no, Running from yeah. the cops and sure. this and, and the other to pro police, pro this, pro that. I don't agree with everything that he says in the entire con- the, the whole the whole concept of what he calls bootlicker country. Mm-hmm. I do find it hilarious and I love that there's you can just kind of put a like a blanket term on it. Not all the modern pop country is like that, but most no. of it is. Yeah, most yeah, of it yeah.
0: comes f- is churned out of hit factories that that it just it's just and they're backed by big labels. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta you can't be outlaw and you can't be against it, the cops. It's like, like, like that. Man, and he,
2: who, who was the guy that did the, the, the try that in a small town? The video that pissed everybody oh off. Oh my and god! And that's and I mean, like it wasn't even that good of a song, and he didn't write it. And <laughs> the, I feel bad. He didn't write it. He didn't direct the video. He's not even really in the video that much because it's all clips. Right. Uh, and then he had to stand up and defend it. And but and this is where this is where I really love the outlaw country guys, because they're basically just punk rock with a twang because the attitude is is punk because punk rock is a having a punk attitude is just an attitude It's just an attitude. It doesn't it's not a style of music, but it's Mm -hmm. an attitude. And Tyler Childers is like, oh, you're pissed about that video. Watch this, folks. And then he did the the (laughs) he put the video together with the two gay coal miners. (laughs) <laughs> the one of them dies a black lung spoiler alert if you haven't seen the most controversial video to come out in 10 years mm-hmm. but uh that's what i love about the guy is that he he's probably not gonna have a hit on the hot 100 i mean he might be on the mm-hmm. hot 100 now i don't know that but it's not if i can oh here's
0: a funny little i'm sorry this yeah. is you know the song fanfare like for common man from uh 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 y- uh, 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 uh uh oh, Copeland, Aaron Cop- Copeland, Aaron, Aaron Copeland, yeah. So it was funny because the, the Republicans are using that a lot because it's it's very inspiration. It's it's ve- that there's some notes there that really hit. It's an
2: it, it's yeah. an inspirationally. So I decided to look up something. Aaron
0: Copeland. <laughs> oh, buddy, there are it's all kinds of. If the right really only knew this about Aaron Copeland, you know he was he was bordering socialist communist. He was gay, and he. There was there's a whole. He also
2: penned musicals, man. Like he wrote like <laughs> yeah, yeah, five yeah. fucking musicals. But
0: then you have that, you know. Fan, there's nothing. I mean, fanfare for the common man just hits. It, it's a fantastic, it, it absolutely short does. piece of music. It's an American piece of music. Yeah. And I think it was also inspired, though, by if you look it up, it was inspired for a speech from some guy in the American Communist Party or something. Oh my god. Because it's common man, fanfare for the common man. Yeah. It wasn't all about. Necessary freedom and make as much money as you can and rape everybody over and, and flag waving and this make and the as other. much money as we can and go bomb the brown people right or something. It was for the common man the yeah. working common man yeah <laughs> anyway i that started with a diversion, but it, attacked, it, it had to do with it, it's perfect
2: though no yeah. and, and, and right along those same lines is when uh uh, uh <laughs> I love it when political candidates at their rallies will use born in the u s a oh my god, born in the u s a is Do you know and I read a little it's a anti um, it's
0: not a pro-american it's It's not pro it's 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 a very political like what the fuck
2: it's not anti-american it's anti-american involvement yes in other countries and where American soldiers needlessly die yeah that's that is it's not anti-america so like that's not because it's Bruce Springsteen He's, he's fucking loves America right but he he wants to fix things, you know. So people
0: hear those lines "Born in the USA" and they just their mind just goes running with it. Yeah, again, there's part of that. Fortunate
2: son, that's another one. Right. Like fortunate, th- there's fortunate the lack s-
0: of depth you're talking about. That's part of that too. It's and, like you're gonna just run with "Born in the USA" and go woo, and you you have,
2: and you you, you just, really don't yeah. know what this song's about. Remember uh, what was the who was the dipshit? Uh, was it Rick Santorum who? was all uh tweeted something about he's like uh somebody asked well what's your workout music these days and he's like well it starts off with like three or four rage against the machine songs because it gets me going (laughs) and and tom morello just like retweeted he's like can you please take us off your playlist we would prefer you not to use it And and then he and then it became like this like media firestorm for a couple of days. And Tom Morello was on like fucking CNN getting interviewed and like why it's what? the name of
0: their band. It's,
2: yeah, he's like <laughs> you're the you're the machine we're raging against you fucking dick. And this fortunate son being used, you know, the CCR song being used for yeah. political rallies and stuff. It's like you guys have. No idea. Like, you you didn't even... Right. It's like you watched one Vietnam movie, and you heard that song going in, and you missed the fucking point. And you
0: saw the cool helicopters going in, and and, and napalm being dropped. Yeah, exactly. And it was just awesome. American airplanes.
2: God damn. Like, <laughs> why, why isn't Ride of the Valkyries, like, one of the, one of the... Like, a more political thing. Like, if you're right. going to be a warmonger, be pro-war, mm-hmm. like, that much of a hawk, then... Just fucking come out and play a bunch of Wagner, like just do sure, it. Sure, Just run, Christ jump into Almighty, it. like just do it. Yeah, hell, the Nazis loved him. Yeah, so oh, yeah, uh, yeah. The the there's that that emotional depth there that is not. It's just it's just, some people just don't have it. A lot of people just don't have it. No, they and don't. And it's not bad on them, no. Because something I I God I can't. Well, remember. everybody's I, built like, different. That's just the way it is. I'm trying not to be judgy about it because that's what makes me come off as a dick and gets me in trouble. And that and and. And, you know, part of me, there's certain hills that all fucking die on. But, like, I, I – that uh, – did you ever watch Ted Lasso? I tried I, to I get it. I did not. You, I think you'd really love it. It's a fantastic show. Several people show. told
0: me about this. So I'm going, God, do I need to get into a I show? I slept on it for show? over a
2: year, and then I, I just feel like a dipshit. I should have been watching it from day one. Was it that good? But there's it, – it is that good. Okay. There is one scene – where and it's it's incredible. I'll send you the link to it. It'll probably I, I got it's on Netflix. Uh, it is on Apple Plus, like oh, Apple TV. I gotta
0: I get I another yeah. fucking thing. So there we go. Uh, I'll send
2: you the link to the scene on on YouTube because that's actually what kind of drew me in. Because it's a a, a couple of years ago, Sean told me about it, and he's like, "You need to check this out." I think it would, I think you'd not only enjoy it, but I think it would really help you with some of the shit you're dealing with. And I'm like, okay, and uh, I was like, all right, cool, man, and then. Immediately fucking forgot about it until my YouTube algorithm popped up this scene where dudes playing darts and there's a bed and this one guy's being a dick and Ted Lasso like this hook hook yuck yuck like yokel from <laughs> Kansas <laughs> and he's in England in or? England, England. Yeah, and he okay, up, yeah he ends up he ends up getting fired from his college football uh, coaching gig and he gets but he's a tremendous coach it. he just fucked up and he ends up getting a gig with, with like this like second rate soccer club in England uh, yeah yeah okay and he it halfway through i know, it was probably halfway through season 1 maybe uh they're in a pub the owner of the team he works for is there and then like and it, like the guy that owns another opposing team is like the ex-wife or the they like ex-husband and wife mm-hmm. they own these two teams and Ted Lasso was coached for one of them Okay. he's playing darts and this english euro trash prick with his white or his black turtleneck with black leather blazer mm-hmm. shit you know just like slimy greaseball right Type is just like, oh, Ted Lasso. I don't know. Tina, tina, tina. Like, and just like, how about how about a wager, man? You know, let's, how about we just have a wager on this? And he's like, how about you leave us the hell alone if I win? And he's like, oh, yes, if you win, i am probably sur- surprised if you even score. And, and they just do three and three, right? Okay. High score. And he goes, what do I need to win again? And after the one guy goes, and he's like, beat that. And he's like, what do I need to win again? And, and like, you need to get this and this and this. And he's like, okay. Hey, man. And he goes on this, like, rant. And he's like, hey, man. Something I learned a long time ago uh, is, uh, and he takes his first shot, boom, bullseye, (laughs) is that uh, I used to be judgmental, and I was driving down this road in Kansas City, and I saw this mural, and it it was a quote, and it says, Be curious, not judgmental. And I just, I love that quote. I really do love that quote. So you judge me. You think I'm a hillbilly from Kansas, and you don't understand that hill, there's no hills in Kansas, and just like slams him with that one, which I love. Right. And then he goes, what you should have done, and then after looking at him dead eyes, mm-hmm. like dead, just dead ass in the eyes, mm-hmm. throws another bullseye. <laughs> what you should have done has been curious and said, hey, Ted, you ever played darts before? Why, <laughs> yes. Every Sunday afternoon at a sports bar for four hours with my father, from the age of 11 <laughs> to when he died when I was 17. <laughs> <Boom. Donk>. Bullseye. <laughs> I was like that quote with this big shit-eating grin and then the end of the scene. And it's just like, I'm watching this fucking show. And I literally turned off YouTube, went over the Apple TV app, downloaded it, and Definitely fucking started it. watching yeah. it. Wow. And I was, a, I was a real asshole because I blew through seasons one and two in like four days. And I was like, well, wow, fuck. When does season three come out?
0: Is it still on now?
2: Uh, it's it, this last season. I don't know if it's coming back or not. They've left it open ended. Uh, there's three. Well, there's an actor strike. Now there's on, three. Well, or, no, it was writer strike. Excuse me. Well, it was three, three full seasons. Okay. So anyway, I've I, that I try to apply that to lives. is like to to be curious. Let's figure out why somebody says this. Don't just judge them. Put them in a box and throw them away. Right. Be curious, not judgmental. And it's and it, it's it's an, an uh, incredible uh kind of a powerful mantra if you think about it mm-hmm. i'm sure more mature people than me you know do that but that's what i've been trying to do with this whole tirade not tirade but this whole conversation about uh emotional depth because it's not uh the person's fault right if they don't have that
0: you're probably correct now
2: yeah. if you, it, you you one could posit the argument well what if that person that knows that they have no emotional depth? Well, one, they don't probably don't, and two, well, what, they could just be more curious about things, and well, wait, I want to do that. Well, sometimes you can pique someone's curiosity. Sometimes it gets piqued naturally, and sometimes it just doesn't. You just can't force someone to have emotional depth. It has to be either developed over a long period of time, yeah, yeah. or it's just there. Yeah, and some people just have it. And I think you and I, friend that that clued me in one of the listener who I hope she, oh, I told her right before this, I said, I hope I don't fuck up your concept. Cause we were drinking <laughs> wine and mead that night. Right. But the way she explained it to me, just kind of really clicked in my brain. Like those things that really kind of fuck you up for a couple days, you know, like right. you're like, fuck, I never thought about that concept. Like be curious, not judgmental.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's so, the, that's the phrase of the, of the week
2: is be curious, not judgmental It should not be judgmental. the phrase for the rest of your life. Should like that be, should be yes. something that everybody yes. could just think about. Be curious, not judgmental. And I've, I have been guilty and continue will continue to be guilty of judging people, uh, but I'm working on it.
0: Yeah, we all we all, all take work from everybody. It, you know, no one's. I mean, freaking. We all know this, right? No one's perfect. Correct. And we always have these thoughts, and most of the time we throttle them and don't say them out loud. But it's still kind of not. You, you don't you ever kind of just catch yourself even having a thought and going, God, that's not a right thought to have. I should not be like that. I mean, even not even saying something. I know I right catch myself sometimes thinking these things and going. Why? Why did I default into that mode? Why did I even go down that yeah, internal well, path?
2: Well, and I think for me, and I've 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 asked myself that a lot. And over the past few days, since she and I had this conversation on was it Sunday night, I've thought about it. Like, why is that always my knee jerk reaction, just to straight up be judgmental? And I think it it comes from a it's like a it's like a rubber band effect of a lot of people being judgmental toward me, right? And I was just misunderstood. Yeah. because people weren't curious they were judgmental an it's
0: it's like you're 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 meeting that with what you were met with which is it's wrong like, yeah. that's the
2: wrong way to be it's yeah. the wrong way to it's be
0: part of um survivable though or you know survival instinct kind of uh, it is
2: absolutely a survival instinct yeah. but uh we're not living in caves anymore no, we're not. and we don't need to have that survival instinct at least on that emotional level it's unnecessary and it's detrimental absolutely that's uh man that's uh it's it's been uh honestly it's been a weird few days because i i just the more i just like and i also because uh boss man's gone you know uh Mm. on vacation so
0: i'm keg party oh yeah we already have oh that's hilarious keg party there everything's
2: (laughs) uh, keg parties sound great until you realize uh kegs are heavy and one keg at a party is fun. You should make a, you should make a twenty twenty two kegs. Is, hey,
0: boss is out of town. We're having a keg party at Blackbridge. Oh. Keg party at Blackbridge. Oh, oh uh, yeah. It's six uh,
2: six dollars during happy hour. Seven dollars <laughs> after happy hour. Keg party. Boss is out of town. Four twenty one East Beale Street. Boss is out of town. <laughs> Partied up, boys. Let's do it. Just uh, tip your server and your bartenders. And uh, <laughs> keg party at Blackbridge. It's a keg, we should actually market something like that. Like, hey man, we're funny. having a keg party. We Just put kegs and trash cans on the back patio. <laughs> <laughs> and and have but you'd have to have a bartender at each station. You can't. You, would. S- you
0: can't serve yourself. You yeah.
2: can. You can. Oh, you but can y- yes, because uh, they have uh, self. Have you ever seen the self serve bars before? Mm. Actually, There's I have a in a s- Atlanta. Yes, se- I have self serve beer. I should yes. say it, yes. beer. It's not. I, you, yeah. I don't think you can do liquor. But you
0: guys aren't set up like that though.
2: No, I'm no, doing. no. You have to have certain automated certified systems yeah. to to do it because what it is, it's usually a RFID chip like in a yeah. bracelet. Yep. And like you uh, buy that, and you get a certain you, you, number. Of yeah, credits and well, or stuff. you don't have credits. No, you just you they swipe your card. You start a tab. Oh, okay. And then it gotcha. ties to that that device, and that device knows how like will keep track of how many pulls you get, and it gives you exactly gotcha. sixteen ounce okay. pulls. And it's it's kind of it's kind of neat. Interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting concept. Until I get to a point where I I'm curious about it, and then I'm judgmental because I fucking hate <laughs> it. Because it take if you're talking about craft beer, it takes away a, a huge part of craft beer, which is just talking about it, right.
0: It's like, hey, we, we had this just on uh, tap today, and uh, hey, come back tomorrow if you're in town because we're going to have that tomorrow and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: That, it, t- it takes away some of the, you know, the the human interaction, which I think we need more of. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: for lots of reasons. So we're going to tell what's going on downtown, or we just tell people to go downtown regardless, have fun, and by the way, go check out between 2nd and 3rd. Go look at the or, sidewalks uh, that
2: reported uh, recently, like they're – like. Fucking amazing
0: Right The downtown infrastructure project It's coming along rapidly Did you see they put trees in This morning Oh no I didn't see that Trees are going in now and hey, that's cool And, and the, 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 the other Parts of the sidewalk Are now stained So stains and trees Are going in Oh they and are They're about s- to pave it Here in about a week I'm so
2: glad they're Staining the sidewalks I didn't know They were going to do no, that No no not
0: the whole thing it's Like like, like a, certain the, parts of like it Like the segment Near the curb I think or something. Oh okay Something like that No that's cool Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's ha- So it's getting paid Very very shortly thing yeah. se- It's about done With the first phase Anyway, yeah, go downtown, yeah, check that out, please, and uh, stop at Blackbridge because it's a keg party.
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) go to the go to the ongoing keg party seven days a week (laughs) at eleven a.m. every day (laughs) at Blackbridge at Blackbridge in the cellar door. Nice, and and uh, and honestly, not just those two places, but go check out Grand Canyon Brewing and go Grand check Canyon out Ricky Cricket. Cricket, Cricket. You if, can
0: you can just walk from one end of downtown to the other and enjoy food and uh, you can, libation. I would start at and Rickety live music.
2: Start at Rickety Cricket because it, it, it you'll walk you'll stagger downhill. That's the it's easiest way to do it. Downhill. Yeah. So. Start there, then come to you know go to Police, go get a margarita, go to Blackbridge, have ten beers. <laughs> Go to the cellar door, order have some keg, wine, and order, a, a keg. order a keg, you know, uh, <laughs> and go to Grand Canyon, then go to Sporty's and become their problem. <laughs>
0: you you missed cellar
2: door, though. I didn't, no, I said cellar door. Go oh, to cellar didn't?
0: door and have 10 beers just after I thought you said go to yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that part. And
2: oh, uh, and then go to Grand Canyon and then cut through that guy's parking lot that has managed to piss ah, everyone off downtown and then go to Sporty's and then, like I said, become their problem because right. they're used to dealing and with And
0: then it. find some new friends and decide you're going to have an after party at someone's pool. And then go have an after party until the sun comes up.
2: Until the sun comes up, or someone has puked in the pool. Or we got we got it all figured out for everybody. Or both. Uh, I mean, there's nothing there's nothing more fantastic than vomiting in a pool that you're in with a bunch of fun people <laughs> as the sun's coming up, and it's, it's a truly religious experience. It's the
0: high desert. It's Mojave County people.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the high desert where the players play. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that's the 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 that's the
0: done of it. We're done. That's the done of it. Okay. The the Dunning of it. Y'all look, have a great rest of the week.
2: For those of you out here, the, the like eight people that are going to hear this, look into the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, just, yeah. We've it, talked about it on this podcast a while back, and it was actually something that Paul enlightened me to I'd never heard of it before, and it explains so many people in my life. It does. Uh, and, a, and a handful of, like, maybe three very significant people in my life, and it has helped me deal with people like that. So go look up the Dunning-Kruger effect because it's kind of related to what we were talking about.
0: Yes. Got anything else, Paul? I got nothing.
2: All right, that's it. Have a good week, folks. Bye.